Despite the title, we talk about beasts very little. Welcome to episode 15 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, and then Christian, and then Christian became senior Don in second year, when I was house vice president. <laughs> I forgot we you. Had put, we had to put our heads together a lot. Who was president? Do you don't know? Uh, no. You're gonna. You ready for this? Yeah. Hey, throw out a few guesses. Okay. Were they also the same year as us? Yeah. Okay. So the Cody president year two. Yeah, two thousand two thousand one. <laughs> Cody House, Whitney Hall, University of Toronto. I'm gonna guess Michael Brethwaltz. Oh, uh, I believe he was in the running, <laughs> but I think he was a bit too busy with rowing and possibly a pie stuff. <laughs> okay, I thought it was a good guess. Very good guess. guess. Yeah. Solid guess. Not, not, not what happened. Okay, Jeremy, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, Jeremy has a better chance because he was living there at the time. Well, so was I, just next door. Yeah, in the house, though. You weren't in the house meetings. That's true. You weren't in the house meetings, and you weren't part. <laughs> you weren't there. You weren't, you weren't in the trenches. Okay, but I don't remember who my house president was. So. That's talking. <laughs> I didn't know there was a president yeah. or vice president. Not same. only did I not know Chris was the vice president, I didn't know that was a position he could have been. Yeah, same. Um, I can almost guarantee you that you voted for me, though. <laughs> Oh, 100% I voted for you. Because you're like, Chris is, wants to do it? Sure, he should do it. Yeah, I guarantee I voted for you. Yeah. Um, if you voted, you voted for him. That if vote happened at, the end, happened at the end of Frosh Week, where we were Frosh leaders that year. Well, there's a chance I wasn't around for the vote, but... <laughs> well, that I would be irresponsible. <laughs> I didn't actually do anything, really. I don't know who to even guess here. Um. Uh... Cody, Cody. I'm thinking Cody. I'm thinking... I like how seriously you're taking this. Uh, Jesse Blinick. That was no. my next guess. <laughs> uh, that's also incorrect. Um, I'll just tell you the answer because Fine. this could literally take two and a half hours, <laughs> which is the time that we have allotted today. The answer is Safia Bannister. Oh. Safia. Oh, my God. I, I was would never. Guess I was her. never coming up with that. She would just say something, and then I'd be like, yeah, okay, let's do that. And then I would kind of, like, do the, I don't know, tell the social coordinator to make a poster or some shit. There's a social coordinator? What? Yeah, what is he talking about? This is there, this was all occurring? There were, I believe, four positions per house. Jeremy, what positions president, did you President, vice president, have? social, and, and treasurer, I think. <laughs> Uh, what position was I? Mm. Doggy style. <laughs> yeah, and I would have thought that joke was super funny. Yeah. I will quickly turn on the trailer for Fantastic Beasts, 
just to give myself some context, especially since I never saw nor even knew much about the first one and right. had to inform myself just now that there are actually two of those movies. Yeah, yeah. I well, I think, so Chris, I think you've indicated where you're at. I'll, I'll indicate my level of knowledge going into this as yeah, well. I was going to ask, yeah. Okay, yeah. My so questions I were have... like, how familiar are you with Wait, the general Wait, is this Harry Potter somehow? Potter... Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I know a lot of things about a lot of things. <laughs> no, it's just going to make this more difficult. don't care about a lot of things. Yeah. So, okay, Doc. question one. How familiar are you with the general Potterverse? And question Pretty two, familiar. how familiar are you with the Beast iterations? I am extremely unfamiliar with the Harry Potter-verse. Um, as you may know, I hate Harry Potter. I think it sucks. I tried reading the first book uh, way back many years ago when it was a big hit. I couldn't get through it. Wizard school, I didn't give a shit. Uh, I tried watching the first movie, fell asleep. I think I saw the Azkaban movie. Isn't um, that the one that's supposed to be like properly good? It is yeah. good. And so I watched that one, and it was pretty good. But I didn't know what was going on, and I don't, I don't know anything. I don't know any of the terms. Muggles are people, I think. Muggles yeah. are people. And do Hogwarts you know who, is the school's name. Do you know who Hagrid is? No. <laughs> do you know who Dobby is? Absolutely not. Do you know what Quidditch is? <laughs> yes, because I see assholes playing it on campus. <laughs> Wait, still is that a thing? Day. Yeah, that's a thing. Oh, they, they run around stabbed. with. They run around with brooms in between their legs. So I know what Kidditch is. you got to, like, fly around on a broom and catch, like, a magical orb or something. It's called the snitch. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Like, I don't you know don't need Harry to know Potter. any of that for beasts. Okay. I'm making it sound like I know a lot more about Harry Potter than I actually do. I Strong. read, like, the first maybe three books about 15 years ago, and I've seen, I'm going to say, 3.2 of the films. Okay. Right. So, when you add up the f- various fractions of the films that I've seen. That's a solid base. Uh, and then I'm sure neither Chris or I have seen Fantastic Beasts Part 1. Hells no. And nor, nor will I. What I do know, I do know that Dumbledore was the wizard, the, the Gandalf figure of the yes. or Merlin figure, if you will, of, of Harry Potter. And Jude Law is young Dumbledore. That is correct. Ah, is that see, right? I didn't know that part. Now, we're really filling in the blanks here. We don't yeah. even need you, Sam. Yeah, we don't need you. Young Dumbledore. <laughs> he is, I mean, Jula is a fantastic beast. And I know that Grindelwald did crimes. That's right. <laughs> Grindelwald <laughs> did crimes. Luckily, this movie seems to be two hours and 14 minutes long. Yeah. Oh, my So there's God. a, uh, my notes are long, and now I've also learned that I need to recap <laughs> the first of all of the Potter and first movies as well. So there's only like eight of those. So that should be pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah. Here, maybe this will help. I'm going to read the, I'm going to do the usual thing I do and read the IMDb synopsis in one line. The second installment of the quote unquote fantastic beasts series set in JK Rowling's wizarding world, featuring the adventures of magizoologist Newt Scamander. Okay. Newt Scamander. (laughs) Yeah. Played by Edward Redmayne. Oof. I Can you, now that we're trying to figure out what the hell is what, can you tell me why Eddie Redmayne is famous? <laughs> he won the Oscar. Yeah, he did. For playing no, but Stephen originally, Hawking. No, but originally famous. Is that why he's originally famous? Well, he like, was working before that, but that's but what not, made him an But A-lister. not known. I don't hate him like I hate Common, 
<laughs> I know you, well, you I mean, kind of hate what, them, though. That, but that's not them. much of a metric, Jeremy. I know. <laughs> like, what is that? Doesn't tell me anything. I don't hate. I don't hate him like I hate Common because I think Eddie Redmayne is talented. I can acknowledge that he's got a talented acting. Um, mm-hmm. So, so I, I can. I have to give him grudging respect, but I just don't particularly care for what he brings. Uh, when I, to the screen. Let me confirm That's... that you would detest him in these films. Okay, okay. Uh, I How do like... you feel about a man called Jonathan Depp? Love him. Still I... to this day, huh? I don't. Sure. Absolutely. S- Samantha seems to have soured. I have fully soured, but I feel like it's really important to give you like a little bit of the first movie recap because none of the second movie will make any goddamn sense to either of you. You're a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so... <clears throat> All right, so we're recapping two movies I'm gonna do, in so one. Really... Yeah, this is going to be like five hours of movie recap. No, the first one I barely remember, so I'm just going to give you the bare bones of it. So Newt Scamander is, like you said, a magizoologist, which is, uh, he's like a, an expert on all these beasts. Like Fantastic beasts. beasts. Yeah. So it's the 1920s. He is a former student of Dumbledore, young Dumbledore, and he's in New York. And mostly the movie is all about beasts and containing them. So I'm not going to go into details of it, but I'll just introduce you to the players. So he meets Jacob Kowalski, who is a nomad. That's the American way of saying muggle, meaning he's it, human, non-magic. Uh-huh. And uh, sisters Tina and Queenie, who are both wizards, um... Queenie falls in love with Jacob. Newt and Tina have a flirtation. The main thing that they're looking for, or one of the main things, is this kid named Credence, played by Ezra Miller, and he's in like this, like Dickensian adoptee situation, and he somehow can like turn himself into a rage, like windstorm, like he turns into like steam, basically. Okay. And, but he doesn't really know, like, he's not aware that he's a wizard or has magic until, like, this kind of manifests. And Colin Farrell is, uh, like, head, like, Ministry of Magic bureaucrat who's trying to, like, hunt down some of these beasts and some of these, like, problem things. And in the very end, it's revealed that Grindelwald has taken over Colin Farrell's body and he becomes Johnny Depp in the very end of movie one. And who's Grindelwald? And who is Grindelwald? Grindelwald, there's been references to him in the pre-existing Harry Potter things. He was a friend and colleague of Dumbledore, but then they broke ties when Grindelwald went bad. And his policy, and I'll get more into it when we get into movie two, but his belief system is that wizards should reign supreme over humans. Okay. And not have to hide under the shadows. Okay. But that's the same as what's his face right like or no the other bat what was the other bad guy called the guy the name that can't be said yeah kind yeah. of the same yeah what the hell was his name i say just na- i named dobby I but i can't <laughs> you can say it don't be scared i am scared <laughs> it was ray fines yeah, that was Vol- his name voldemort yeah oh yeah voldemort uh, uh so is Voldemort? Is there a the, tie to Voldemort here? Because wasn't he also a former colleague of Dumbledore's, and then they split yeah, up? I believe he was. He's yeah, he's way younger, so he. I don't think he would be born yet in this time. I see. So Grindelwald is a little bit like Voldemort, but I feel like Voldemort was more like just kill all Muggles instead of 
just don't hide from them, maybe, or just kill everybody, just kill yeah, all the things. Yeah, and like his, he was also like a half muggle, half wizard, so he had some of like those types of demons. Oh, yeah, whereas yeah. I believe Grindelwald is pure born wizard. Fair enough. Plus, plus Voldemort doesn't have a nose, which is super inconvenient. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So okay, in the end of part one, they do this like wipeout because some of this like the wizard stuff is uncovered and made public and so they do a spell to um quell the memories of all the humans but it doesn't quite take on jacob and so he remembers some of the stuff including his love for queenie even though he was not meant to jacob <clears throat> who Played is by newt's... dan fogler and he's um, newt's brother no, what no was he? just, he's a human guy friend that he meets during part one yeah human guy friend um did you just recap the first movie all from memory Yes. Okay. Okay. Now I have. I was talking with uh, my sister uh, and her man uh, last night, and I, I mentioned I was doing this movie, and they're up to speed. And one other thing they threw in that frustrated them, and, and I felt like should be mentioned now is that Ezra Miller character, Credence. Yeah. Credence Barebone. What a name. <laughs> he he exp- he can tur- he can turn into the rage, whatever rage weather. He he was killed at the end of the first movie. He exploded. Correct. And then in this movie, he just was alive again. That is correct. They had trouble with that. I also had trouble with it, but all okay. can be discussed. And also do I. <laughs> yeah. You're spoiling the spoiling, Jeremy. <laughs> I apologize. I, I apologize. I just uh, I wanted but to get you know, that in. That, that's what know, I brought to this. Credit where credit is due. <laughs> shout out Amy Knight. Yeah. Uh, I agree with shout that. Shout outs, Amy and Andy, and uh, we all share your frustration if he explodes when he's in like stormy mode, maybe that doesn't kill his human. Ex- yeah, because it's, it's just wind and shit. I can just yeah. re- reform elsewhere. Well, that's all fine, but the movie doesn't really bother to give that explanation. Basically, but... they just wanted to have him in the movie again. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm just gonna go straight for it, so we can uh, power through. Because there's please a go straight for it. Lot, a lot of, a lot of action. Love uh, ends. Yeah, yeah there's, there's these so character much. names are going to be fun to do. <laughs> and by yeah, fun, totally. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Names like Theseus Scamander? <laughs> yeah, I mean names like that. Ooh, but Arnold Guzman. I don't know who Ooh. that is. Okay. The Goose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it starts off. It's 1927. Grindelwald has been imprisoned at the end of movie one, so he's in prison now. In um, human prison? Magic prison. Magic prison. Magic prison. But on... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> in <sighs> Harry Potter, like, they would go to another realm on a train, and then they were, like, not on Earth anymore. No, they, they were, were on, on Earth. Earth. It was they just, were. like, a different, like, plane on Earth. Another plane of existence, right? Yeah. But on yeah, Earth. okay. Jeremy, yeah. the explanation is really simple, and it lets them do whatever they want. And it's basically just that there's areas that are made invisible to all humans. They just don't perceive that they're there. Okay. Right. They have a spell cast on them. And so there's all sorts of places like in the city of London that are there, but no human would ever see them and therefore never goes to them or acknowledges their existence. Yeah. So he is being transported from one prison to the next. And they're like, Oh, it's a whole prison system. Yeah. They're like, Oh, he's such, he's so persuasive with his manipulative tongue forked tongue that we had to rip out his tongue which by the way never happens he has a tongue the whole movie so i don't really know what they meant by that um Ouch. but so he's being transported and 
um, put in this carriage, and then we see that one of the guards has joined his league and is a traitor to the prison system and is helping him. How do we see that? Does he have Just a spider his... tattoo? <laughs> 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 yes. No, that would just, just be confusing. Just by his behavior, just like what he does. All right. Yeah. Uh, and so they command, commandeer the carriage through the sky. It's an airborne carriage and fly off into their escape. And uh, like the like marshal, they throw him out of the carriage. And then in an act of mercy, Grindelwald, because he's got like really honed magic, he like makes a soft landing onto the water. And so he does not drown or get flattened in water. He's spared. Um, so that's that. He's like off. He's unleashed, and he's away on his own direction. So is so just is Grindelwald like? He's like a he's got his wits about him. He's just not not just like a raving psychopath, right? He's just like a guy who has a different worldview who is imprisoned because he tried to make some bad stuff happen. Yeah, and he yeah, and he's got like really adept magic skills. Okay. Like legendary he, wielder of his magic. Is he a is he a wizard? Like yeah. did he graduate from Hogwarts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he uh, was school friends guys, with I, I don't know Dumbledore. Anything. I don't know. <laughs> so don't he's know. like he's like a Brazilian football player in that he only has one name? Uh I think he has a full name. Don't ask me what it is. Okay. Well, the bad guys in Harry Potter world only have one name, but everyone else has two names. Well, Ray Fine's real name is Tom Riddle, but anyway. Um, Damn. <laughs> I love Harry Potter. So, okay, back in London. So Newt has left New York for movie one. He's back in London and trying to get his travel privileges reinstated, um, which he lost because of all the New York City damage he allowed to happen with all his beasts. There's so much beasts. It doesn't even matter. But anyway. Okay, wait, wait, wait. One thing about the beasts. Yeah. The main character guy here, Scamander. Yeah. He, he's a zoologist, but he's like an academic zoologist. Yeah, he's he was trying to write a paper or a book. So, so, so these beasts are, when, when we experience them in these films, they're just like free roaming about the world? Or are they being kept to be studied? Or are they in some sort of magic zoos? Or what, uh, all of the what's, above. Okay. Some he would like trek, like safari style. Some were in zoo encampments. Some like went free, unleashed, and that was the problem in New York. All right. All right. And on a more uh, paperwork side of things, he's he's having trouble. <laughs> Always a good vector. <laughs> yeah. This is this is what the fans want to hear. <laughs> he's having visa troubles because of what happened in new york is that the real government or the war more the like shadow wizard government that's, that's the wizard government him... that's the right. ministry of magic's decree the ministry of magic okay yeah which is oh. their governing body of yeah. wizards yeah okay because because the real the muggle government doesn't know the muggleman they've, they've had their memory the muggleman had their memories wiped they correct. don't know about the beasts at all that is correct all right but they're not another race of people. They're they're human beings. They just went to wizard school. Well, you have mm. to have an innate wizard. You can't just decide to go. You need to be a wizard. You gotta have wizard blood. Yeah. But what was that? What's that redhead kid with the family? Hermione? No, Ron Granger. Ron. Yeah, or Hermione. Ron Weasley. 
Ron, Ron Weasley, Hermione Granger. Yeah. Is all his family wizards? All of Ron's family are wizards, and all oh. his brothers are at the school too. One oh. of them is played by Domhnall Gleeson, and and his sister is Harry's love interest. And but Hermione's parents are Muggles. She just was blessed with wizard blood, some like from her lineage earlier. Wizard and blood. So that's, okay. That's a conflict that she has in her family. Okay, so that's a it is it goes back to something innate blood genetic in you. Yes. You yes. are slightly physiologically different in yes. some it's not way. Just, it's not just training. <clears throat> it's not just training. Okay. The training allows you to enhance and capitalize on your gifts. Yes. Does it ever? God, <laughs> Harry Potter sounds kind of good when you guys talk it's about it. It's really good. Give it another chance. Well, but hold on. A lot of these movies we've done also sounded kind of good when you and I talk about them, Jeremy. That's true. Sam That's is explaining true. the basics of them, and then we're like, oh, I see. He's perceived this whole other level of social interaction between the two of them and can foresee what's going to happen seven steps in the future. And Sam's like, no, it's literally nothing like that. This is dumb. You're thinking about it way too much. Yeah, that's true. Like, there is no chance Hunter Killer is as good as it is, is in my mind. But that's the advantage for me and you and everyone else who listens to this show. Meanwhile, Samantha can only just, like, chuckle at our, our enjoyment and try to imagine it while she tells us the sad truth of all of these films. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going exactly. to I'm going to move on. Um, he's told that he can get his travel privileges back, which would let him like continue on his safariing and like his research. But that's why he wants to get the privileges back. He can get it back if he joins the Ministry of Magic and his brother, who works there and is at the hearing, Theseus Scamander, and uh, and start working for them. And he declines. Um, he says that's like not where his strengths lie. But they want him to track and kill. Uh, somehow alive and well, Credence. Because somehow Grindelwald wants Credence. I don't know why. I do by the end, but I don't know at this point, so don't ask me. Wants, okay. as in wants to be in the presence of? Wants hit, wants to have him, wants to like harness him. Wants to hold him, wants to be near him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Caress him. Okay. Tenderly. <laughs> Like he a Lionel to... Richie song or something. But they're like, exactly. he's too dangerous. He needs to be tracked and killed. Um, but Newt says, that's not for me. I'm only into my beasts. And <clears throat> <laughs> like, uh, I'll just deal with this restriction because I'm not joining. And he's like a, because uh, he's more of a pure academic. Yes. To to take a side, to, to work for the government would mean he's now part of a particular ideology and well, his thing his thing is academics more like just yeah. research the beasts you've really homed in on it because the brother storms out of the meeting and says there's time to like it's now the time to pick sides because grindelwald is escaped and like up to whatever he's going to be up to and newt says i don't do picking sides oh he's not about politics correct it's not his thing he's a he's an academic we need yeah. those in the world and I'm respecting Newt from the get-go, I gotta say. <laughs> so another or, so the Theseus is an or, that means you're like a like an investigator, like a top bureaucrat. And an or? Or, A-U-R-O-R. Oh, that's not a good word. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to say. So his brother the is... The rural gerber. <laughs> his brother <laughs> is one of those, and another one of those, an older guy, gets the kill credence order. So Newt says no, so it gets assigned to this other guy. Not Theseus. Right. Not Theseus. Okay. 
Um, okay. Meanwhile, Letta Lestrange is there, played by Zoe Kravitz. She is Theseus's fiance, and also has a little bit of tension with Newt. Bit of a love triangle. Ooh, with two brothers. And two you, brothers. You may not know this. In fact, I'm certain you don't. But the Lestrange family is key in the Potterverse. Um, oh, they... I totally knew that. <laughs> They, uh, like, you ran Helena a lot Bonham, of that fanfic, huh? <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter's character is a Lestrange, and they're Slytherin. Uh, so they're just, like, tied to the Potter people. Yeah, okay, so cut to Paris. Credence is there. He has been, and I don't know how he's live, and I don't know how he's at this thing, but he has become, uh, like, a circus sideshow, a magic circus sideshow participant, because he has this... Like, he can make the steam thing. So all the, like, attractions uh, are, uh, they're called maledictions, and they're blood-cursed. So... Oh, pardon? <laughs> what? Yeah. You can't just go, you can't just go, they're called maledictions and they're blood-cursed, and then move on to your next... The maledictions <laughs> are blood-cursed. Yeah, sorry, but... Um... She says as she scratches away at her scroll... <laughs> That, you just mean that blood curse they've been born with uh, this mutation? Something like that. I'm not it. sure, yeah, but like right. something extra. So in his case, he can do that morphing into the, like the rage steam. So they make they make him do it on command for the entertainment of others? Yeah. And so he's there with For his, muggles? Is that for muggles to it see? It seems like it's for only other wizards to see. Unclear. What, why would they even be impressed? They're wizards. I, I don't know. It was right. very weird. Um, so then his other... Friend, who's also one of these blood cursed people, she can turn into a snake. And according to this, the ringleader, he's like, her blood curse is that eventually she won't be able to turn back and she'll be permanently a snake. And fun fact, based on her name in the credits, we as Potter fans know that she will be Najini, who is Ray Fine's second in command in all the Potters in full snake form. Yep, um, yep. So they plan to escape during the next show. Okay, back to London. A young, snazzy Dumbledore, played by Jude Law, approaches Newt and tells him that he must be the one to go find and safely trap Credence before Grindelwald can find him. And Dumbledore can't go himself for reasons that are not made clear yet. And Newt doesn't want to do it, but he's the one that Dumbledore trusts. Can uh, it's time for my usual vibe check here. Yep. Can you give me? Can you give me a, a feeling on young Dumbledore? What's his like? Is he just like uh, the sort of sage? Oh, he's got a, a a rosy cheek and a wink and a twinkle in his eye. Very much. Yeah. He like sends his own hand down, like just his hand to like summon Newt, like give him the like come hither finger, and then he's up on top of a building whimsically. That is whimsical. <laughs> so he's like he's like young, handsome, magic Santa Claus. Uh, yeah, but just not portly. Not portly, handsome. Very young, handsome. V- virile, handsome, magic <laughs> Santa Claus. Yes. Okay. And 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 what? Because I have zero feeling for it. What is Johnny Depp doing with the character of Grindelwald? Like 
he's not has been in it much at this point, but, uh, but like, he's doing his thing. Like, he's made up in, like, so he's in Pirates pale of the Caribbean makeup. in this movie. He's got, like, he looks kind of like a Hitler youth. He's got, like, very Aryan bleach blonde hair. Uh, more of, like, costume-wise and a suit vibe, like a waistcoat. Um, he's, like, doing his ridiculous thing, his usual. He was, like, involved in the makeup and costuming. And Newt agrees? Not at first. He's very okay. resistant. Oh. Well, he doesn't want to take a side. He doesn't want to take a side. That's um, what I've learned about him. Yeah. But um, that wink is very convincing. And uh, <laughs> uh, Dumbledore also shares with Newt the prolific rumor that Credence, it, his true parenthood, parenthood is that he is a presumed dead Lestrange baby. I'll come back to all of this, but that's all we get at this point. Okay. Lestrange is estranged. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the rumor. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Fogler... he's no barebone. He's a Lestrange. <laughs> <laughs> the the name barebone really does not sit well with me. It's not Credence Swiss. Barebone. I love it. We've got the two best. characters called Credence Barebone and Letta Lestrange, and it's not a porno. Jacob, played by Dan Fogler, and Queenie, they show up. Having been living in New York, they show up in London to say hello to Newt. She has entranced Jacob into a spell, and she's brought him to London to get married, where it's permissible, whereas in the States it is not permissible to marry human to wizard. Queenie's a wizard. Jacob's a muggle. Correct. Yeah, Queenie is sisters with Tina, who's not been in it yet, but she is in the first movie, and it's um, Catherine Waterston. All right. Okay. Sure. Um, Newt realizes that he's entranced. He removes the spell. Just, he's like, if he really wants to be here to marry you, then it doesn't. he won't need to be spelled, right? He removes the spell, and Jacob um, did not know that he was brought there. And he says to Queenie, I love you too much to do this to you. Um, we'd be too in jeopardy, and you'd be subject to being imprisoned just by marrying me, and I love you too much to do that to you. She's like, but I want to like cement our relationship. And he says no. Oh, wow. Fair enough. Get off the marriage thing. Marriage is, you know, whatever. Just have your love, you know? Just have your love. I agree. And and be it. Yeah. (laughs) Just be it. Yeah. Um, It's not that hard. Just be it. Just be it. Maybe one... (laughs) Sorry. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, You should just ignore us completely. I am. They, They also tell Newt that there was a magazine article in, like, the magic society pages that misstated that Newt and Letta, Zoe Kravitz, were engaged when, in fact, it's Theseus that is engaged to her, but that Tina saw the article, got upset because she and Newt had a flirtation, and now she thinks he's moved on and engaged to someone else, and so she herself has started dating someone else as well. Uh, All because of a typo. Uh, Yeah. That could have easily been clarified, like, very simply, oh, no, my brother is engaged to Zoe Kravitz. Well, that, he didn't that know that this truth. magazine existed, so he's learning all of it. A, you were mentioned in the magazine, and B, it was the wrong info, and C, she took it seriously. <laughs> what I do understand is that Zoe Kravitz and Catherine Waterston are both, to some degree, romantically interested in Eddie Redmayne. Correct. Now I'm just upset. Now I'm upset. <laughs> That is not the case. That's not. <laughs> Cut 
to Paris, Grindelwald has arrived, and he's assembled, including the guard that was helping him, he's assembled his team of disciples, who are also wizards, and he monologues, as I said, uh, his belief is that they should reign superior, and should unveil themselves and stop living under the shadow of night in this, like, cloistered wizard community, but they should um, be unleashed and rule over humanity, the lesser species. And he doesn't want to kill them all, he just wants to, like, maintain them as a servant class. And what is the... And I'm sure this has been covered, well covered in the Harry Potter series, because it's the basic concept of the whole... Do they have wands? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course they do. what, What is the counter argument to that like why do the two worlds exist in parallel and the wizarding world keeps itself a secret from the muggles like why is that the way it is i think is that it's because ethics. they think they're like so powerful they don't want to harm the humans with great power comes great responsibility yeah. Jeremy. that whole vibe okay 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 that's right. Dumbledore. that's dumbledore's whole vibe yeah his whimsicalness um, extends to a beatific love for all of humanity. Yes. Uh, okay, back to London. Jacob calls Queenie crazy, and she gets really mad, and she storms off and says, I'm going to find my sister Tina. I think she's in Paris. And, and sh- she's so mad because he won't marry her. Yes. And I've looked at uh, this young woman, Queenie, as well. The actress's name is Alison Sudol. And again, this movie now asks me to believe that this woman <laughs> wants to marry Dan Fogler so bad. Yep. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> and yet Jude Law's running around this movie and nobody wants to get with him. Well, I did. Well, uh. you did. You... <laughs> but, isn't, but isn't Dumbledore a bit of an asexual? No, he's gay. Oh. Uh, according to That's J.K. A... Rowling, it's not necessarily in the canon's words themselves, but she says it to be true. But he I'll doesn't put out—he doesn't put out sexiness as of yet. Uh, as generally. of yet, as of yet, but bear with me, bare bone right. with me. Okay, um, sexy, sexy Santa Claus is coming our way. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't put out sexiness like those studs Dan Fogler and Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> um, okay, so at this point, new. Because he wants to go see Tina in Paris, and also he is compelled by Dumbledore's request of him, that double whammy compels him to go to Paris, which is where Credence is known to be, believed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and he takes... Oh, he also has, like, his home looks very modest from the outside. Real similar to Ocean's 8 vibe, but inside it's got, like, multiple levels just filled with beasts he's like made like a personal zoo and a menagerie in the home yes so he brings a couple nifflers those are like the i don't know this movie is now pokemon (laughs) yeah no tell me about the nifflers they're like the little guys and they can scurry and like bring back info uh like under the radar so he brings a couple of droids along kind of yeah Um, what's can he put that can he put them in a suitcase or what do we how do we yeah, transport yeah them? he has a suitcase a magic is suitcase. The, it's a magic suitcase so yeah. is it, it's it's like the it's like, TARDIS Harry, it's like or... mary poppins it's like a palace inside yeah. right for for yeah. the nifflers yeah. they are little but he yes the suitcase does operate like that so they newt and jacob transport themselves illegally like they 
he hires a guy, you know, because he's still banned with his travel. And so he gets this guy to transport them. They, like, jump in a bucket and it teleports them to Paris. And Jacob gets seasick because he's not used to that. But anyway, they arrive there. Meanwhile, uh-huh. yeah. Meanwhile, the circus is happening and Credence and Najini do their, like, commotion for their escape. And it works. They do escape, and this is all observed by Tina, Catherine Waterston, and a new character. I don't know his name. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. He's a, I guess, our age-ish young black gentleman, and he has a drippy eye, so I'm just going to call him Drippy. Came <laughs> <laughs> through dripping. Tina and Drippy both happen to witness the escape. Yeah, well, they happen in the sense of they're looking for him. Tina's looking for Tina's Credence? also looking for Credence, we learn. Why? Um, on behalf of the Ministry of Magic. She's an Auror oh, she... herself. Sorry, I thought oh. uh, that happened at the end of the first movie. Sorry, she's an Auror too. Oh, Sam, no need to apologize. <laughs> this, The fact that we're even attempting this is completely absurd. You should know that she's an Auror. <laughs> so, so she was on a mish. She was on a she's mission. She's on a mish too, yeah. And Drippy was on a mish too? We don't know his deal, but yeah. All right. It's implicit. Drippy's that he's my on favorite a, character. Yeah, Came through Drippy. Uh, and he's new to the franchise in, right now. Um, so Drippy approaches Tina and says, I can prove to you that Credence is a Lestrange and that that rumor is true. She's like, It's just like hearsay. There's no proof. And he's like, I can show you concrete proof. Come with me. And he leads her off and she goes. Meanwhile, Newt and Jacob have arrived, and they, I don't really understand what the hell was happening in this sequence, but they, basically, he's, like, wandering over, uh, like, the streets of Paris, and somehow, like, conjuring where she and other people that he's looking for would be. So he's, like, magically uncovering hiding spots or on like, the street? Like, their path, like, where they had been physically walking oh there's there they've like left footprints or breadcrumbs or whatever something like that um, let's call it breadcrumbing yeah yeah he's bre- magically breadcrumbing which leads him to drippy <laughs> I mean, okay of course it does <laughs> yep. drippy been been dripping some breadcrumbs <laughs> so drippy yeah, says i know where tina is i'll take you Uh-oh. so he takes them newt and jacob to Tina, and he didn't show her any proof about the Lestrange rumor. He imprisoned her, and they all get trapped in the same prison. But because Newt has his beast companions and like this the thing that looks like a the Nifflers and this thing that looks like a twig, uh, kind of looks like a young uh, Groot. It like picks the lock for them, and they easily get out of his trap, like in the same scene. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Do this is not I, the kind of science I was looking for. All right. I'm an asshole for even asking this, but do <laughs> yes, you are. I don't even know what it is. And please. <laughs> do, do Newt and Tina have a quick back and forth about the whole misunderstanding about the society page? Not yet. Article? Nope. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. It's important that they discuss that. <laughs> it seemed to be the what swung Newt to even come to Paris in the first place. Yeah, and Jacob was like, you have to tell her you have to tell her the truth and like tell her that you've come for her and like make a bold, like, you know, 
bold yeah. statement about her. He's like, but she's already moved on. She's dating someone else. Eh. So he doesn't do anything. Anyway, <laughs> Drippy has been poisoned, like unrelated to them, and he, they he's knocked out. Um, and they take him to a Dumbledore-approved safe house to keep their Sorry, eyes on him. He was poisoned by something? He has, like, this thing in his eye that they take out, and it's really gross. But that was, like, pre-existing this sequence. He has something in his eye. He has poison in his eye. Yeah, like a thing with, like, tentacles that they have to, like, pull out of his eyeball. It's very gross. Okay, that someone else, that some other party must have planted in him. Which, by the way, never comes up again, so don't worry about it. Um, okay. But yeah, they, they take his unconscious body and they take him to a Dumbledore sanctioned safe house to keep their eyes on him and find out like why he did that to them. What okay. his deal is. Meanwhile, Credence is on the loose in Paris. He's hunting down his birth parents. So that's we find out that's what he's all about. He wants to find out his true parentage. And he locates what he thinks could be his birth mother based on the adoption papers, but it's actually just the housekeeper of the family. And she tells him that she put her name on the papers in order to like help the real family and transport him to the States where he was placed with his horribly abusive family, which they didn't realize was going to happen. Um, and he's like, why didn't they want me? And before she can answer or give him, like, any information, he rage spirals and, like, steams and destroys the entire home and kills her. Ooh. My, my, my. Is that something he, like, can't control? Is it truly, like, Hulk style? Like, Seems it's like just, it, it, yeah. Okay. Does he think, um, is he also aware of the rumor that he might be a Lestrange? I don't think so. Okay. Feels like he belongs more in an X-Men movie. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah. Just putting that out there. <laughs> How, okay, we got another vibe check. How are you feeling, you, Samantha Herman, sitting in the cinema, maybe, maybe with a corn, um, uh, a Diet Dr. Pepper, <laughs> just thrown out there? You're sitting there. How are you feeling about this movie at this point? I mean, like, it's it's chugging, al- chugging along, and, like, I'm mostly worried about remembering everything for this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were sitting there in the cinema worrying about remembering. That's yeah. too bad. I, I feel like you're, this podcast should s- somehow still not color your movie-going experience. Well, I went to see Widows yesterday, and I knew that we weren't doing that. And at first I was like, okay, and then this, and then Liam, and then this. And I was like, wait, you don't need to remember like this. It was very freeing. <laughs> yeah, not for Widows. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad, Sam. Oh, no, I think this is starting to take a toll on you. <laughs> Widows looks awesome. I'll be seeing Widows very soon. Uh, We will not be spoiling Widows. No, I know. I know we weren't going to. Yeah, it was liberating. I'm like, forget it. You don't need to remember a damn thing. (laughs) Maybe you need, like, one of those little light-up pens, like the (laughs) the ex-girlfriend in High Fidelity, which I recently rewatched. You know? Yeah, but then I feel like that would... I like having to remember after to see if I can get it right. All right. That's true. You do enjoy a challenge. Yeah. Uh, and the toll this podcast is taking is outweighed by the joy it brings to me. So, yeah. it's fine. Not just to you, to literally tens of other people. <laughs> okay, back in London. Uh... <laughs> I'm riveted. Let's get back to London. What's happening in London? Uh, <laughs> Tell me more. What are the gossip papers saying today? Well, we're back in, uh, in the Ministry of London, and Lita is determined to prove that Credence is not her brother and that the rumor is false. Okay. She has a chat with Dumbledore, her former teacher, and says, you always hated me, didn't you? And he says, no, you're always one of my most gifted students. Um, and we flash that's back. not an answer to that question. She's like, yeah, that's, that's what she says. She's like, 
that doesn't mean you like me. He's like, I did. Hey. Um, so we see a flashback of her, a young her and a young Newt um, at Hogwarts being outcasts, and that's how their shared bond went. Like, he was all into his animal vibe even then. And she was known Third. to be, yeah, she was known to be, um, like, abandoned by her family. Like, the Lestranges didn't care and, like, didn't want her to come home for holidays. And she she would stay at the school, like, during oh, yeah. breaks. When Harry and his pals used to get up to the most trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she was also a bad girl. She was get, always getting in trouble with a young Professor McGonagall. Um, Sounds hot. Oh, you said another name. You yep, said another name. <laughs> Doesn't matter. McGonagall is a fans. key player professor. Oh, for the fans, okay. Yeah. yeah. She's key in the Harry Potter's, not key in this. Yeah. Oh, just in this flashback. Um, Theseus, Scamander, and some of the other ministry people approach Dumbledore and say, like, we know that you have your own agenda and we don't trust you and you have to stop teaching the dark arts and we need to monitor all that you do. So they shackle his wrists. And so if he does any spells, they'll know about it. So he's like, he's like on house arrest. Yeah, basically. Um, and we also see back to your question about his sexiness. We see a flashback of a young Dumbledore and a young Grindelwald, but like not much happens in the flashback. It's more just like, palpable tension between them and they're like we know we don't trust you towards Grindelwald because we know that you guys grew up so close and that you were basically like brothers and he says we were closer than brothers which was weird because it's a known thing that they were lovers uh in like the greater Potterverse this is a weird remark well yeah it isn't he's he's indicating that they were lovers yeah, but just yeah. closer than brothers is just a weird way of saying that. Yeah, well, every, he's got his kink, you know? He has to, like, dip into it, in, into the spank bank a little bit every once in a while, even though he's trying to be whimsical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, it seems like with the sexuality, it's like, it's all outside of the text. The author, yes. like, makes the remarks to interviewers and exactly. stuff. Yes. Which is also because... fine, but also a little chicken shit. Yes. Okay, Lita goes to Paris, and she goes to the French Magic Ministry archives at the same time as Newt and Tina get there. Okay. And they're looking for information on the Lestrange and anything else that will identify credence to them. Where'd Jacob go? He's uh, watching Drippy. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Drippy. Sam, you're on this. This is incredible. Okay. Uh, so I... Lestrange, I assume the Lestranges are of French extraction. Lestrange. Yeah. <laughs> that's why their records are in the French archives. Uh, yeah, I mean, they don't say it, but great call. Yeah. Um, and really added this, something there. At this time, Newt finally <laughs> explains to Tina that it was a misprint and he's not engaged. It's the brother. Perfect. And perfect timing because the... <laughs> Because Lita is there to also yeah she speak just to arrives that. now yeah yeah um so they find out that the Lestrange records aren't there there's just a note like they've been moved to like a more safe facility which is mysterious mm. um now the ministry <laughs> sends in basically like dog beasts because the person who let them in seemed to be suspicious of their motives and so she sends beasts to attack which they do and Newt's like. 
they'll be fine. They won't do anything unless you attack them. But Lita has already, like, tried to wand them with her magic. She's like, whoops. Um, and so the dog beasts go on the attack. But luckily for them, Newt has his own setup in his briefcase. Like, he's been, like, amassing, like, local beasts. Oh. Yeah, it's like a whole, there's a lot of beast action in this that I just, I can't manage. <laughs> <laughs> you can't manage to muster up the caring to no. summarize it all i was no. wondering because i noticed that the movie was called fantastic beasts but you've mentioned very few beasts yeah she Other than the mentioned nifflers. the niffler the niffers or the nifflers, nifflers? yeah and uh then there was uh another was some twig. sort of there was an eyeball poison slug yeah and there was a twig <laughs> mini groot <laughs> But what you're saying is that there's been other beasts that you just ne- haven't even bothered with. Yeah, lots. So he's uh, been <laughs> he's been he's been accumulating like local magic squirrels and shit in his briefcase. One's like really beastly. Yeah, and they uh, they like ride it out like a steed from this magic place. So this is awesome. 1920s X-Men Pokémon the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> Don't human beings see this? Um, no. Um, I guess not. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's only downtown Paris. It's not like there's anybody there. <laughs> it's the Magizoological Kingdom, not the Zoological Kingdom. Queenie is trying to find Tina at her office, but she can't get any information. She's really upset, and she's wandering the streets in tears where she is approached by one of Grindelwald's female disciples. And Wait, where's she... Queenie's in New York? She's in Paris. She just can't find Tina. They're all in Paris. I hate it when that happens. Everyone, They're all in Paris. Every, okay. At this point, everyone but Dumbledore and Theseus are in Paris. So Queenie came to Paris to find Jacob? Tina. No, remember when she left and took off? She's like, I'm going to find my sister, and that's why Newt and Jacob went themselves? That's right. She Sorry. arrived in yeah. Paris first. Yeah. That's right. She arrived in Paris first. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, no, there's a lot going on. Um, so she's approached by one of these Grindelwald disciples and... Uh, they're just laying on some comfort at first. Um, and somehow Jacob at the safe house, there's like a, like a Sears potion. And Sears, Sears? Like, like, like the like store, like C S E E R. Oh, it's double E R. Turn into a seer. Yeah. And there's the Auror and their Sears. <laughs> I don't know how this thing is conjured, but it's there, and he can see Queenie in it. And he's like, oh, there she is. I'll go find her. Okay. So he it's like take... FaceTime for wizards. Yeah. So he takes off, and Drippy escapes. And, oh, also, right before this happens, there's, uh, like, some thousand-year-old immortal owner of the safe house that they were not introduced to. He's just like, hey, and they're like... Vogler's like, who are you? It's like, no, this is my place. I'm, I'm friends with Dumbledore. I'm immortal. Uh, <laughs> I like him. Yeah, he was pretty cool. Um, and so Jacob takes off, Drippy escapes, and the immortal guy basically like grumbles to himself like, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so that. Um, so that. Yeah. Queenie has been taken to another home with the Grindelwald disciple, not realizing that it is a Grindelwald disciple, but now she does realize it because he arrives and shows up and introduces Ooh. himself to her. At first, she, like, wields her wand. She's like, I know who you are. Like, stay away from me. And he, with his persuasive 
and Charming Tongue convinces her that all he wants is what she would want. He would allow her to marry whoever she wants because no wizard should be restricted for anything. And that his policy is totally in line with what she wants. Ah. He doesn't really That's... talk about the servant class of the humans. It's more just like, well, I wouldn't forbid you from anything that you want. Yeah, he's being very um, particular in what he's choosing to to emphasize about his worldview. But <laughs> yeah. very well done. Well done, Grindelwald. Yeah, yeah it, it made sense. Yeah. I like um, that. Yeah. This is like the most interesting thing of the whole movie and world is Grindelwald's policy and how he gets people on board. Yeah, okay. Jeremy's turning around in this movie. <laughs> I like villains. I like when villains are like good at talking people into stuff. I, I find always find that interesting. Like usually, you know, most villains it's like, well, do this or I'll kill you. And that that's fine too. But I like manipulators. They're good. They're good. Yeah, they're good it villains, was movie more villains. interesting. And like he has a very strong belief system. I may not agree, but I like that he has it. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's strong and it's consistent like he sticks to it yeah it's like thanos i'm like uh I, i'm hearing right. you i'm seeing yeah, you ph philosophy driven <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm seeing you it's an it's an ethos <laughs> yeah okay meanwhile remember when i said that there was a different london horror that took on the credence kill case when newt declined it he's arrived he tracks Credence. I didn't remember that, so. <laughs> Full disclosure. Forgot. Full disclosure. I haven't remembered anything you said. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully our listeners are faring better. Yeah, um, it's on me. Guy, it's on we me. We need to give this guy a name. He's, uh, it's basically this scene. I'll call him Glenn. So yeah. Glenn, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So Glenn tracks down Credence, but he lets him escape because we learn now at this point that he's also on the Grindelwald payroll and he's also a true believer in his vibe. Um, and he's just undercover as an auror. Um, he lets Credence escape? Yeah, he like tracks him and then he tells Grindelwald, he's like, they're not going to be happy when I, they learn like that I almost had him. Ha ha, but I did it for you. Mm. Uh, wait, Grindelwald doesn't want to capture Credence? He does. It was very confusing. Like, why didn't you just get him for him? Yeah, he wanted him. Yeah, he doesn't. That was kind of the whole point of everything that's happened so far. So then Glenn is like, Grindelwald, I had him, but then I let him go for you. Well, I think he's like, he's already <laughs> going to be like, compelled. I know, that's... What? He's going to be compelled in a second. So I think it doesn't really matter. Credence is like aware of Grindelwald's vibe. So okay. Grindelwald summons all his followers by, like, literally dripping a sheet over the city, like a black sheet over everything, and that's his, like, calling card. Cool. It was kind of cool. cool, but also I was weird. And Queenie, she's left, but she's intrigued. She's looking at it like, ah, uh, maybe he was on to something. And Credence well, he lets is... let her go. Yeah, he lets her go. She's not imprisoned. Yeah, Okay. Um, he's just planted the seed in her mind that maybe she should come yeah. on board. Um, and so Credence also is compelled by the same thing. And so they're like going toward whatever Grindelwald's place is going to be. It's basically like a rally. Come back to that. Oh. Uh, meanwhile, Drippy catches up with Newt, Tina, and Lita. And in the like long exposition scene, he explains the following. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm waiting for it. You know what? I, you know what I love? Exposition is like two thirds of the way through a movie. That's an exposition. Let me lay it out for you guys. <laughs> um, his mother was beguiled by Father Lestrange, and fought Lita's father, and the father basically compelled his mother away from his father, from Trippy's father, ruining mm-hmm. his family. Then Father Lestrange had Lita with that mother, so she's half-brothers with Trippy, half-brothers mm-hmm. sister with Trippy, and mm-hmm. her mom, the one that was beguiled away, died in childbirth. Mm-hmm. And so she was never loved by the father. She was just an afterthought, as seen in the flashback when she was a teen. And then soon after that mother died, Father Lestrange remarried a third time and had, or I guess a second time, but a third kid is third in the wife. play. Third, yep. Third time. Uh, and okay. had a baby boy with this new wife. And Drippy is on a vengeance quest to kill someone that Father Lestrange truly loved because that's just, he wants to like even the playing field. Like, you ruined my family, I'm going to ruin yours. And Lita's like, you could kill me. He's like, well, no, because your father never loved you. So it wouldn't count. (laughs) And all of that was just expositioned into the film. Yep. And so he believes that... Sorry, one question. Is Daddy Lestrange still alive? No. Papa Lestrange. Papa Lestrange is not alive. He's either not alive or just not in this movie. But this Drippy's whole plan is to get... is to screw him over, is to avenge, is to get vengeance against him. Yep. Well, if well, he's, he's dead, not... that's not, it just really falls apart. Yep. Alright. <laughs> it falls apart and continues to be apart as you the know move what? continues forward. I can't judge Drippy. I don't know what he's been through. <laughs> um, so that he... is the right attitude. Yeah. He believes that that baby is Credence, so that's why he's after Credence. The third baby is Credence. Yeah. Is his belief. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so what is known, what is known is that there was a ship that was felled and that some people drowned on it and some people did not drown on it, including Lita. Lita did not drown. But the belief is that that third baby did drown. And what ship? When? When she was like eight and the baby was a baby. And the, and the Lestrange family was on a ship. Yeah. All right. And so wow. the rumor was made because whoever thought of the rumor thinks that that baby survived the ship. And that baby is Credence. Oh. I... <laughs> <laughs> I... I... Okay, we should move forward. <laughs> I do not know what's going on. <laughs> okay, I'll break it down. There's two, there's two fine. challenges. There's it's two challenges. Fine. There's knowing what's going on and caring about what happens next. Well, I have I have a I have a feel for that side of things. <laughs> but it's the knowing. It's the knowing I'm struggling with. Okay. In short, the Lestrange family was on a boat that was capsized. She survived. The baby seemingly did not survive, but the rumor abounds in the magic community that that baby did survive and that that baby is present-day Credence, and that's why that rumor that he's a Lestrange exists. However, Uh, however, wait for it. There's a however. (laughs) 
Lita admits that she was really annoyed at the baby and that he wouldn't shut up and he was crying all the time. And so she traded him with another baby. Oh my oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> I went on the movie. boat? On the boat. On the... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is a your typical <laughs> wizard boat baby trade. This whole movie is characters talking common. about something that happened common before at the, time. the movie. Yeah. So that traded baby who is not a true born Lestrange may have survived and maybe credence. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, Oh, this is like soap opera stuff. Soap uh, operas are, except soap operas are clearer. They're clearer. <laughs> they, they get this out more clearly. So anyway, drippy stands down. Cause he's like, well, that's not the Lestrange baby. I don't want to kill it anymore. Bye. Um, and back to Grindelwald, he's assembled his rally. It's basically like a Hitler rally. And all his disciples have been compelled to him, including Queenie and Credence. Where are they holding this rally? What's the, uh, it's it like been like a uh, published on social media? Are there <laughs> posters? No, he dropped the sheets all over the town and that was yeah. the calling card. Right, and now he's stepped up on his... His magical soap crate. And <laughs> yep. Selling his snake oil. Yep. Um, so he's making a rousing speech about his beliefs, which are like we've discussed, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. reigning supreme. Mm-hmm. And he also says that not only do we deserve to reign supreme, but we're also saving humanity from itself. And he shows like a few glimpses, like he conjures a few images of possible future things, including maybe what looks like World War II imagery. And but, like, so he kind of wants to prevent that. He's like, we need to, like, rein in the humans and stop mm-hmm. them from themselves. So I'm like, I'm listening. This Hitler yeah. Youth rally is really getting to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know how true that is, like, how much he does want to save humanity, but that's part of his pitch. I feel like it's a sales tactic. <laughs> Could be. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the the revolutionaries of today always become the dictators of tomorrow, you know? Am I right? We, we see where this is going. Yeah. Um, so Jeremy's like, I see you. <laughs> Johnny. Now you're, now you're seeing. I see you. I see you, Johnny Depp. So now, I feel like we're almost near the end. I thought this was going to take forever. Um, okay, he makes, <laughs> Grinnell makes like a circle of fire, like, around himself. Um, and Depp does. Yeah. And he's uh-huh. like, step forward, like, step through the flames and join me inside. And, like, that's, that. like, the step, yeah, like, that's, like, their signifier that they're on board. Yeah. Like, cross through. And Credence does. He crosses through. So he's there. It's all fine. Um, and Credence does so because Credence just, he's an angry young man. Uh, real parent issues, obviously. That we've yeah. Gone, we've gone, on, gone over far too much. Um <laughs> So he's just sort of broken and uh, angry and needs a identity, needs like meaning in his life. That's, yeah, and he was yeah, that his... exactly. And Otherwise, he'd just be a nihilist, lost yeah, he wizard believes child. That Grindelwald okay. can like lead him to his truth. Okay. Um, yep. Queenie also, she's like staggering and almost joining and yelling at Jacob to join her. Which I don't even think he could, even if he wanted to, because he's not a wizard. Um, and she does step through. And by the way, even though she went to find Tina, her sister, 
and that was why she went to Paris in the first place, they do not share any scene other than right now Tina sees her do this. And she's like, Queenie! <clears throat> Wait, so Tina and Neuter are there too? Everyone's there. Okay. Yeah, so, and yep. also it's a good Theseus, rally, you know, you gotta go. Theseus has yeah. shown up as well from London. Oh. So everybody's there. Everybody's Everybody, there. everybody. Not, not Jude Law. And everyone who's showed up, none of them are trying to stop him? They are. They just think they're too late, which they are. Oh, okay. <laughs> too late in the sense too late that, for what? That, that he's already drawn this line of fire in the sand, so yeah. to speak? Yep. Okay. And now he can't be and killed? Then or... And then he's got Credence on board. Yeah, he can't be killed. He's got people on he his can't... side now who would protect him, presumably, yeah. in this moment. Okay. I guess, right? Um, yeah, they or... don't really, like, make a lot of effort to stop him. They just kind of, like, throw their hands up like, would it's you? too late. Um, too late. This guy, look yeah. at him. He's standing on a soap crate. <laughs> I, I look forward to Amy Knight correcting all that I missed. Um... <laughs> we should do a follow-up episode yeah. about that. Yeah. We will. I definitely want to talk for another two hours about this <laughs> fucking movie. Yeah, we could probably do an hour on beasts, because I know Sam's been skipping <laughs> mad beasts. All of the beasts. Um, okay, so Queenie does join, and then at this time, Jacob calls her crazy, but this time he means it. If you recall, he said it offhandedly, and that's what set her off in the beginning. This time he's like, you're crazy. Like, she's got, like, crazy eyes, like, compelled by Grindelwald, um, like, cultness to her. Yeah, okay. And... Okay, although her craziness stemmed from her crazy in love with Jacob. <laughs> yeah. She was trying to get him to step over the flames into the circle with him, but he is a human. Yes. So he probably just would have been on fire <laughs> yes. if he stepped through. <laughs> right? He would be like, bitch, I'm going to be on fire. So yeah. no. Like, yeah. sorry. Our other issues aside, I would prefer not to be on fire. <laughs> yep. Um, it looks like Lita is also about to join because she's been a bit of a bad girl the whole time and maybe suspicious. Um and he's like, come, come, and it looks like she's going, and Theseus is there, and he's like, don't go. And I don't know what happens in this moment, because it was really unclear. So some the people who are not receptive to Grindelwald are, like, going further away from the flame. Fire circle. And it's kind of like in an amphitheater, so they're going upstairs, like outdoor stairs, like further away. Gotcha. But okay. it seems yep. like he's not that much of a threat to them, except they seem really imperiled. And so... Lita fake joins him, but actually she's just buying time so the Scamander brothers can escape, and it seems like she just dies in the flames, but it's not perfectly clear, and I wouldn't be surprised if she reappears in the next film. She's not dead. I don't think she's dead, but in the movie she's dead. They're making another film? Five more. Four more. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Or, yeah, up to five total. Um... So she somehow, through this fake joining, like, buys enough time for the Scamander brothers to, like, run up to safety. And an immortal safe house guy shows up. And he's Whoa. like, yeah. He's like, we need to save Paris from this whatever Grindelwald is doing. And so... <laughs> <laughs> I agree, immortal safe house guy. <laughs> so... Y'all come over to my place. <laughs> Um, like Grindelwald's smoke and flame is blue, I believe. And so he's like, everyone, stay in a circle and, like, put your wands in the ground. So they all do it. Him, Newt, Tina, the brother, 
whoever randoms that are there and so they like make their own fire circle of red and those like fire circles kind of fight each other a little bit and like balance each other out so Paris is not totaled basically but because somehow it would have been if they hadn't Does that stepped satisfy in. you Jeremy I'm not satisfied. <laughs> put that in your pipe and smoke it. I didn't know Paris was going to be totaled. I, I, I didn't realize that was what was going to occur Me until neither. the immortal said that it was. Same. And so they save Paris, but Grindelwald and his newly enlarged crew escape. And where are we? Okay, so Newt in tells Paris. a heartbroken Theseus, I've chosen my side. Because after all that, he's like, I guess I'm not down with Grindelwald. So he's a a little bit more. So he's saying, (laughs) so there he's saying, I'm on board with the ministry now. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, so they all go back to London, and Theseus removes Dumbledore's arm shackles. Um, Oh, right. Dumbledore's been there the whole time. (laughs) Yep, and has done jack all the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> and, Has he just been chilling at home? Yep, just been like at Hogwarts. Reading um, some leather books. Yeah. So then Newt goes up to him privately to Dumbledore and says, I had one of my nifflers. See, I when the beasts matter, I step forward. More um, power to you, honey. He's <laughs> like, the Nifflers pickpocketed this from Grindelwald. And he's like, how? He's like, well, Grindelwald like doesn't look at the like He's not concerned with things that seem harmless. Something like that. I don't know, something that I guess portends for like how they'll beat him later. Yep. Um, and so what he pickpocketed, or what the Nifflers pickpocketed, was uh, basically like a necklace Th- with blood in it. And what it is, is Dumbledore and Grindelwald made a blood oath contained in this device that they would never fight against each other. And he says, do you think we can break it? And Dumbledore says, we can try. So that's why he couldn't go in the beginning, because he had this blood oath of non-conflict. And so now they're going to try and, like, disable that and unleash Dumbledore, who's, like, equally good at magic as Grindelwald. Okay. Break the oath by, like, destroying the blood hanky? Yeah. (laughs) So normally a blood oath is, like, a metaphor. It's a symbol. It's a ritual. Mm -hmm. But these two idiots... (laughs) They bled on a, they bled on bled a hanky. On a hanky or no? It's like scene? in it's like in a vial, like held on a string. It's the it's the mixing of their two bloods. I think so. They didn't to elaborate. Really yeah. make, to really make that blood oath, uh, to make a little trophy out of it, I guess. Yeah. It's wizard tort law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh right, yeah, they're wizards. Yeah, never mind. They have that, and in our final sequence, where wherever Grindelwald is, which looks to be some sort of like castle in the sky and he's with credence and one of the disciples is like you need to be soft with him he's unsure that he chose that he made the right decision he's struggling so you need to like really go lightly with him and convince him that he's on the right side um so grindelwald goes up to credence and says basically like my son you did choose well like i want to support you and like champion you and like harness you in like the way that you were meant to be and um, not have you hidden away from your brother anymore. And we find out brother? somehow that when the baby trade happened, he, his true birth 
according to Grindelwald, is that he is also a Dumbledore. Uh, whoa, whoa. So, so he... Lita traded with a Dumbledore? Apparently, on, yeah. On the ship that day? Yeah. <laughs> this boat baby trading is, it is a wild time. Yep. So we are yeah. led to believe that he and Jula are brothers, and the film ends with Credence exploding into another rage mist blackout thing of destruction. All right. Well, we know that that doesn't kill him. No. No, it's sure just like a hobby. And that, it sounds like if I cared about this world, that that would be a big, like, revelation. Yes. Major. Anything to do with Dumbledore, especially backstory, I feel like, is automatically a big revelation, right? Yeah, it's major. Because I don't care. I couldn't care less that he's anyone's brother. <laughs> Thanks for making that clear. <laughs> I'm can. right there with you, buddy. <laughs> like, you could just say anything. You could be like, Zoe Kravitz is Dumbledore's dad. And I'd just be like, okay, like, I don't care. <laughs> None of this matters. I need to understand it and then not continue not caring about it. See, I How? do care, but I don't care about any of you. Like, I don't care about Newt or Tina or Queen, but I do care about Dumbledore. Okay. How people are related to each other is not interesting. It was only interesting one time when Luke Skywalker learned that the bad guy was his dad. It was cool that time. The only reason I care in this context is, like, what it means as far as his magical gifts. Ah, that does make a good point. uh, Because it could mean he's more powerful than we know. I think so, yeah. Or potentially more powerful. Because being related to Dumbledore, okay. Dumbledore's, he's he's the guy, you know? Yeah, he's it. Guy. He is truly being it. (laughs) (laughs) Who's more powerful? Who's more powerful, Dumbledore or Harry Potter? Um, Who wins in a fight? I yes. think they're equals. Probably Dumbledore. Whoa! Dumbledore's, Dumbledore, yeah. I yeah. think Harry Potter was powerful against Ray Fiennes in a very specific way because they were linked through his lightning bolt scar, and so he had to be the one to take him down. But I think in an overall power battle, Dumbledore would have won. I'd love the experts to weigh in. <laughs> Me too. I feel like that's quite a discussion point for Potter people, but like. Harry Potter is like a destined raw power that needs to be harnessed, right? And yes. and is harnessed and honed. Whereas Dumbledore is like, he's old money magic, you know. He's and also he's old money magic, who's also academic magic. Well, going he back like, to Star Wars, he would be the Yoda to Harry Yoda. Potter's Luke. So who's he's more Yoda. powerful in that context? Yeah, that's kind of kind of Yoda. Ooh, great question. <laughs> kind of and only Yoda. Yoda wins. Yeah, Yoda wins. He's Yoda. It is useless to resist. 
Don't let yourself be destroyed as Obi-Wan did. There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. Luke, you do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I. I'm your father. No. No. That's not true. That's impossible!